G'day guys, in today's episode, we talk about free agency, the most recent and upcoming moves in the trade period, and much, much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. agency and the trade period is well underway. There's been a few deals that have gone through in the free agency world. Not a lot in the trade world, which has frustrated a lot of us. Um, I know we were talking about it before, but there hasn't been a lot so far in the trade period, has there? Well, no one of note. No, no one massive of note. Nah, I think they just like to keep us on our toes a little bit. Um, it does finish on the 12th, I believe, we were talking about earlier. So they'll probably stretch it out and really push it to the last minute, but nothing exciting at the moment. No, but yeah, I think the AFL like it to be stretched out a bit just to keep that interest going. I mean, does it really matter? I think everyone's going to be interested regardless because there's always going to be trades that are going to be surprising, like people that, that people haven't spoken about yet. So I don't know. I think personally I'd like to see the Adam side one get done pretty early just to get any uh, worry or any fear out, out of that one. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's more of a personal want, though, more so than... Definitely personal. <laughs> yeah, the AFL, for them, you know, stretching something like an Adam Saad deal out, that would be fantastic, because obviously it keeps people listening every day, the trade radio programs and all that. But um, yeah, no, you want those big names done early, so you don't have to worry about them anymore and all the rest of it. But then for some clubs, there's not really a lot of talk about. It's exciting, because you, you, you don't know. So like you said, something I might pull a rabbit out of the hat a little bit and get something when you don't expect. Exactly right. I think these big deals that are meant to happen um, just allow these other, like, surprising little deals to happen too so um yeah so it's going to be an exciting next week i think yes i think it finishes on the 12th so it's going to be exciting next few or next seven days um but yeah free agency did did happen not too long after the grand final so um i know you probably don't really remember too much of it you're probably still hungover weren't you by the start of the free agency period (laughs) weren't you yeah i wasn't paying attention the first couple of days i'll tell you that much i was still enjoying the win a little bit but uh (laughs) definitely uh yeah switched on now but not much happened in the richmond end so i wasn't too concerned with free agency i mean you know yeah you guys don't really need to do anything do you i mean you're pretty settled team well at the moment we're pretty settled yeah i mean you you always look to the future and i mean personally i'd like to see richmond look for a young forward young key forward for when jack retires more than likely at the end of next year. So you always like to see things for the future happen. But yeah, at the moment, our list is pretty solid and we've already got fairly good depth. So we don't re- we're not really in need of anybody just yet. Yeah, for sure. And, you, yeah, and you, you don't really have anyone walking out the door either. So you don't really need to replace too many people. No, exactly right. We unfortunately lost Oleg Markov in the trade yesterday, um, but he went to the Gold Coast for a better opportunity. And I've always said this, you can't fault a player for looking for a better opportunity because, you know, it's, it's their career at the end of the day. Um, you're not going to hang around just to play twos and get an occasional call up when there's an injury, you're going to go where you can play in the best 22 at a team. And yeah, no no, uh, no hard feelings there. No, not at all. And yeah, completely fair enough. It's a bloody hard team to crack into. So all the best to him. But we'll uh, we'll get started on the free agency deals that did go through um, pretty much as soon as it opened. So it was pretty much the first first and second day. Rory Atkins got the ball rolling from his, uh, his move from the Adelaide Football Club to the Gold Coast Suns on a whopping five-year deal, which is... Pretty crazy, isn't it? Rare. You don't yeah. see deals that big anymore. I mean, um, there's one we're talking about coming up, but five years is a long term and uh, another big loss for Adelaide. Um, they're going to be another one of those clubs, I think, that are going to lose a few players and they already have. Um, in a bit of a shambles at the moment, but a big get for Gold Coast. 
yeah. massive get for the Gold Coast. Roy Atkins is a very solid player, and they'd be very happy with that. And with the young list that they've got, a five-year deal probably makes a bit of sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's a yeah, really good get for the Suns. Um, yeah, I think Atkins, he was, he was a part of that Adelaide team in 2017 when they were the best team, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. So. yeah, so he's a handy player. Um, I think... I don't think you can read too much into 2020 for a lot of those senior Adelaide players. It was a pretty bad season all around. So if you can ignore 2020, um, I think Rory Atkins was a he's a pretty good player. And I think he'll do well there. Um, but yeah, he was the one that got the ball rolling and um, not the only player. As, as we've said before, Oleg Markov joins him too, um, but that was a part of the trade period, not the free agents. So there's already two decent players that have gone to the Gold Coast Suns. The Suns are going to be a very good team. They've got some very good young talent. They competed this year pretty well against most sides, even when they lost. And with these, some of these guys are brought in so far, they're going to be going to be a hard team to beat, which I never thought I'd ever say about the Gold Coast Suns, but here we are. Absolutely. Yeah, it's exciting. And uh, yeah, they're definitely uh, well overdue to push towards the finals, that's for sure. Definitely. And I do think, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I reckon this year, having hubbed in Queensland, Gold Coast has become a bit of a destination yeah. club. People have lived up there for a year and I thought, you know, this is actually pretty nice. The mm. weather, you know, the atmosphere. A lot of people probably want to go live there now because they've had that little taste of it. Yeah. Um, and it's becoming, and with, like you said, the young list, talented, it's a destination club. Yeah, for sure. Now, it's good to see. Um, the other early deal that got done was Isaac Smith from Hawthorne to Geelong, which is, were you surprised by this one? I, well, I didn't see this coming. I did not see this coming. I mean, I'm not the first. He's, Isaac Smith said this himself, but I guess he has won a couple of games for Geelong already <laughs> off his own boot. I did see that. So, um, it's no, yeah, I guess in that sense, no surprise. But yeah, I didn't see Geelong going for Isaac Smith, and I didn't see Smith leaving Hawthorne either. But two year deal, and it just makes me wonder with some of the other names that are Geelong are touted to get in this trade period, um, how much money they got thrown around at the moment. This was Ablett and Harry Taylor. Who else? There might have been one more. They must have been on a lot of money. What? Yeah. To, for them to, because it feels like they're just replacing those players with more experience. Mm. Um, so they, they either are underpaying some of their players or the players that have left and retired must have been on a lot. A fair bit. Well, you can yeah. imagine Harry Taylor probably would have been. I'm surprised Ablett was on a bit. I mean, obviously it's Gary Ablett, but he did obviously go there just to try and chase a flag his last couple of seasons yeah. and a bit older. He wasn't the player that he was in, you know, 2010, 2011 and all that. So, I mean, you'd give him a decent wicket, but surely you wouldn't be paying him overs to get Gary Ablett back. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure, but that, they do, they're doing something very smart and clever there at Geelong. They're always, they've, always, they've always been really good at this stuff. That's why they've been up there for 15 years. Yeah. They've always competed for finals. I mean, it, you, you might be frustrated with seeing Geelong up there, but they're good at it, and that's yeah. the reason they always hang around. For sure. And I think, yeah, they've done well getting Smith over. Um, he's probably passed his best, which is fair to say, but he's a you know multiple premiership player with the Hawks and... Arguably one of their best top five players during that time as well. Oh, he definitely. Was, he's a fantastic player back in the mid 2000s. Oh, mid 2000s, the mid 2010s, <laughs> the mid noughties. Is the that what we call them? Uh, no idea. <laughs> Who knows what we call them? Um, so, yeah, he was, he was one of the best for them for sure. Well, I reckon um, he's a perfect player for a team that's in the premiership window, and Geelong still are. I know everybody said after this year was their last shot at it, but with the players they're bringing in, they're definitely still probably going to be almost favourites going into next season and someone like Isaac Smith just adds to that. Yeah, 100%. Speaking of teams in the premiership window and adding players to it, the Brisbane Lions have just added Joe Danaher on a three-year deal. Well, we saw this coming, didn't we? Oh, we did. We we always saw Joe, saw that Joe Danaher was going to leave SNM, but to Brisbane was probably a little bit of a surprise. Brisbane was a surprise. I mean, obviously last year was um, you know famously known he wanted to go to Sydney. Um, I think he just 
anywhere, as far away from Essendon as you could possibly get. But Brisbane are need, were in need of a player just like Joe, um, and I think just it just all fit together. Brisbane want you know a good forward to help them win that premiership, and Joe wanted to get away. It just all worked well, and you know I'm I'm glad to see it done for Joe because he's been trying for a couple of years to get out of there now, and Essendon didn't make it too difficult for him. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's a great deal, um, and I think that, that if they can have a fit Joe Danaher and play every game, if not you know most of them. Then, geez, they're going to be tough to beat next year for sure. Um, and you can just you can just tell with Joe's body language in his last few games for us, and he just didn't seem like he wanted to be there. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how he plays at Brisbane with a, a better mindset and you know a more of a feel of wanting to be at the club. It's going to be interesting to see how he plays, and if they can get the best out of Joe Danaher, whew, they're going to be tough to beat. Oh, very much so. It's, it's, you see it all the time. Players get a fresh start and they look like a completely yep. different player. So you see players that go from not getting a game at some clubs, moving to another one and, you know, dominating. So, mm. I mean, Joe, Joe was obviously getting a game any day of the week at Essendon when he wasn't injured, but moving to Brisbane, I think, would be do wonders for him in his career. Pick seven, though. Yeah. That, look, for someone that hasn't played <laughs> consistent footy in three years, you know, that's... that's oh, yeah, Essendon I, have done very well there. Yeah, Essendon have done very well there. Um yeah, they've been given too much, in yeah. my opinion. They didn't, not for Joe Danaher. Yeah. When he's good, he's good, but he hasn't played good footy since 2017. Yeah. So, I don't know. That, that, to me, that's too much, but oh well, they've got it now, and Brisbane are happy with the man oh. they've got. So, I think everyone's I think pretty it's a happy. win-win. Yeah, yeah. win-win. For so, sure. and they're, they're, win-wins are the things that get deals yeah. done. So. Uh, the next big high profile one was Zach Williams from GWS to Carlton on a six year deal, which is, I mean, there's been a lot talk spoken about this one. Um, and rightly so. I feel like the the money that's been thrown around for Zach Williams is pretty high. But I think, does that just show how underrated he has been just because he's played at JWS? I think it probably shows how underrated he has been. I mean, he's a pretty big name in terms of players at the Giants. He's obviously a very good player. I still personally think that he's being overpaid at Carlton, especially on a six-year deal. That's a huge deal. I mean, he's still young, so he'll play those six years, you'd imagine, but... Yeah, I th- that's a lot of money to be thrown at Zach Williams, especially when you guys are trying to get someone like um, Adam Sard as well. You just wonder would people pay? Would t- did anyone take pay cuts to get like, mm-hmm. Zach Williams over? And you, yeah, I don't look great. Great for Carlton. You know, you wanted him. He's a player you needed as well, um, and he's going to be a super talent for you guys going future. But I just think that yeah, probably a little bit too much in my opinion. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is a lot, but they know better than us. So yeah, there, there must be there must be some sort of wriggle room around there. Um, I've heard that the only reason why Carlton have paid him so highly is because GWS were prepared to match something around 700, 800. So they just pretty much scared them off because they didn't want to force get forced into a trade. So yeah. they were just like, well, we've got the money, let's just pay him that. So Let's just get the deal done. Yeah, instead, yeah. Of, instead of having to trade for him and giving up one of our players. And you never know. And then you never know. The deal could be first couple of years he gets a big amount and then mm. it reduces slowly. Or Similar to Jack Martin's contract. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So you, ne- you never know how they've worked it out. They're obviously, the club knows better than we do just talking about it here. But from an outsider's point of view, it's probably a little bit much, especially on a six-year deal. But you never know. It, it always changes. Yeah. But, no, I'm very happy with, with the get. I reckon he's going to be a fantastic player for the club and um, he'll be uh, much needed in that midfield to support Cripps and Walsh and players like that. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does over the next six years. Carlton supporter as a kid, I believe, as well. He was. He was. Massive Carlton supporter. So um, I think that, I mean, like, 
people say it doesn't mean a lot these days, but I think it does. I think it oh. adds that extra extra passion to it. I think sure. it has to, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine what it would be like, but if I feel like if I got drafted to the Tigers, like hmm. it would be a, the most unbelievable thing. You'd want to do... Subconsciously, you want to you'd anyway, perform, you'd but perform. you'd perform better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like milestone games. You subconsciously probably play a little yeah. bit better on those big games because it means more. I feel like playing for a club you supported as a kid has to, doesn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. So, no, I'm very happy with that one. Um, and then there's a couple more that also massive deals as well. Aiden Core from GWS to North Melbourne on a five year deal. I mean, it's 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 another big. Like, these are some big contracts, aren't they? They are, and I mean, I'm not surprised from North giving out a contract like that. They've been yeah. desperate to get players for a while now. Um, but yeah, five-year deals, I thought, I really didn't think going few, going forward we'd see anything more than a four-year deal, but this whole trade period so far, we've seen five, six, five, five, like so many big yeah. long-term deals. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but North got their man. They've been linked to him for a while now, so um, yeah, they, they need some... They need some players in because they got rid of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's still a lot to happen from North in this uh, trade period yeah. this week. Um, they've gotten, like you said, they got rid of so many players. They're going to have to restock somehow. And Aiden Core is definitely a very good player and it'll be very handy for North. Yeah, 100%. So nah, North have done very well there. Um, and then the final free agency deal that has happened was last night, Brad Crouch from Adelaide to St Kilda. Adelaide deciding not to match St Kilda's offer, which was pretty surprising. In the last 30 seconds yeah, as well of the free agency. Unbelievable, really. Well, in, you know what it is? Adelaide talked such a big game about not letting Brad go and all this and that. And then when it came down to it, they just, you know, that like you said, they just sort of froze and didn't mm. match the offer. And he went to St Kilda and well, for basically well, for nothing, really. Yeah. So, I think they were trying to play some sort of game with the Saints. And yeah. I think the Saints just, they just, they kept cool. That they did. Yeah. They did. And they've done a good job. But I guess yeah. the Saints probably looked at it like this. They probably thought, you know what? Adelaide matches Brad Crouch. It's fine. We'll go get Trelaw. Yeah. Who's yeah, sitting that, there without a club at the moment or yeah. looking like not having a club at the moment. So they were probably thinking either way, yeah. I think we'll be right. And they got their man in the end because Adelaide didn't, well, you know, they were all talk. Yeah. And I guess that's, yeah, listening to uh, Mark Rusciuto, he doesn't really seem like he, yeah, he knew what he was, what was going on too much, to be honest, but... Oh, that's another deal that's done. The Saints are going to be very another very good team next year with some of the players they're picking yeah, up. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a super addition to their midfield and um, I can see the Saints pushing for the top four next year for sure. They, oh, they've, got a, they've got a very good side now that they're putting together and Brad Crouch adds to that. And I think um, being in the big smoke as well, it's gonna he's going to get a lot more recognition, I feel. I feel like a good player, but... Maybe slightly underrated at Adelaide. Yeah, probably a little bit. Everyone knows him as the guy that can get 30 touches, yep. but no one really thinks of him as being super damaging. And I think this will probably change coming to the Saints and playing along guys like Steele as well. Yep. And yeah, like you said, Saints won a final this year. And with the players they've stocked up with in this uh, free agency and trade period, they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to the trade period now. Um, only started yesterday, so there's only been a handful of trades. And yeah, it has been a slow start, as we said at at the top, um, the first one that got done was Zach Langdon from GWS to West Coast. So the Giants have been pretty active so far in a few deals. Um, they're yeah, getting rid of a, a few players, a bit of a fire sale at the Giants at the moment. <laughs> a little bit, isn't it? Do you think that's because they're starting to re- they're going to think about rebuilding maybe? Or? I think so. I th- not, 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 a, not a full rebuild, but they're but, just replenishing a little bit. Yeah, getting some new personality yeah. and trying to start again almost. Yeah. Um, Look, this is handy for West Coast, another small forward, play alongside Liam Ryan down there in the forward pocket. Um, good get, he's a good player, handy. I think the West Coast would be pretty happy with this one. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think that's a 
I mean, they get pick 54, I think, in return for him or something along those lines. So, it was close to that. Yeah, yeah, something around that. So, yeah, I think that's a win-win for both teams. Um, Oleg Markov followed him soon after, going from Richmond to the Gold Coast. What, yeah. are, you, what are your thoughts on, on the uh, great man? Oh, look, like I said before, I, I liked Oleg as a good player. Um, but once again, you, you're moving for an opportunity to play more game time, which you can't ever fault somebody for. And... I think a few weeks ago it was either going to be him or Nathan Broad that was getting tossed up to go to the Suns. And when Broad was um, rumoured to re-sign with and to probably you know, play that back end of the year and played in the Premiership, you thought it's probably Markov that's going to go. And sure enough, he did. Um, I'm sad to see him go, but like I said, can't fault him for looking for an opportunity. And the Gold Coast have gained a very good half-backman. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, that, it's another player that he'd probably fit in at any other club. Yeah, but just oh. being at Richmond, he just was just so limited for opportunity. We have so many players that play a similar yeah. role as well. You know, Hooley, Baker, Short, um, and you got the Egel Messi Smith. It's more of our depth player. He was one of our depth players. Yeah, so yeah. he's gone and joined Brandon Ellis, another ex Richmond boy up on the Gold Coast, and I reckon that lifestyle will suit Oleg quite nicely. <laughs> think he'd enjoy the. Uh, I think you'll enjoy yeah. the sun up there. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. Just just the sun. Just yeah. the sun. <laughs> just the sun. I don't want to throw him under the bus. <laughs> All right, uh, the other deal that, yeah, um, was pretty quickly after the Markov deal was Jesse Hogan from Frio to GWS. This is an absolute fall from grace for, for Jesse Hogan. Who had, I mean, he, Frio paid a lot to get him, and now they've lost him for, what, pick six, what was it? 50 uh, or 60, something, 50 or, 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 something it, around it that. 60 or something, Something yeah. ridiculous. So. Well, Frio were doing everything to get rid of him. Yeah. They just... They evidently did not want Jesse Hogan anymore, which, like you said, it is a big fall from grace, especially because the reason he went to Freo was to go home, um, back to WA, and it just didn't work out for him. And does this mean that GWS has pretty much conceded that eventually Cameron will, be in, will go to yeah, the Cats? I think this is just a bit of cover for it, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. seems like it, because it, why would you bring a key forward in if you've got yeah. a key forward like Jeremy Cameron already? So yeah, absolutely. I think, I think this is almost GWS saying, yep, yeah, Cameron's going to go, we're just going to make it hard for the Cats. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think if they can get the best out of Jesse Hogan, very similar to um, you know, other players like Joe Danaher, if they can get the best out of them, then you know, I think that that's a very good pickup for the Giants. If yeah, as, if they get the best, of, if they get the worst of Hogan, then yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough one for them. And this is Jesse Hogan's last chance, really. Oh, a hundred percent. He's been at, this is his third club now. Yep. Um, he really didn't do anything at Fremantle. Um, yep. he, he just wasn't getting picked. Yep. Well, he was ready to go, just wasn't getting picked. Um, and yeah, like you said, obviously left Melbourne as well, and this is definitely his last chance. If he doesn't perform at the Giants, you can't see anybody else taking a punt on him. Yeah, for sure. All right, and uh, the most recent trade that's gone through was Cole Hardigan from Adelaide to Hawthorne. Um, pretty simple one, this one. I think Hawthorne's traded out a future fourth-round pick. Yeah, it was a late future pick. Yeah, yeah, so Hawthorne are good at these ones. They always seem to get these players in for a future fourth or future third They've done it before. They know yeah. they know what they're doing, Hawthorne. They, it's, do. uh, they might not be at the top of the table at the moment, but then they know how to build for it and get back yep. in that spot. So I think this is a probably a good move for the Hawks as well. And um, another player, Adelaide's lost, a pretty handy player. Yeah, absolutely. And a senior experienced player. Um, from more reports, he's an unbelievable leader. So he's bringing that to the Hawks, which is good for them. And especially with their young back line now, with you know, Frawley's retired and Sicily's out. Pretty much for all of 2021. Well, yeah, he did yeah. the ACL, didn't he? So yeah. he's gone, yeah. So they're a bit depleted in the back line. So he'll add some nice leadership and, and strength to them. So I think it's a great pickup for Hawthorne. For a future fourth-round pick, you you can't go wrong there. No, exactly right. Now, speaking of that as well, do you think Adelaide will be making 
some more moves in this coming week to try and get some people in because they've lost a few players now. Yeah, I think they're going to have to or they're just going to just go super hard at the draft and start get, again. get some young kids in, which mm. they're probably going to have to regardless. I think, yeah, I think either way they're going yeah. to have to try and get some young kids in, but um, you'd, you'd like to see them maybe get some experience as well because the kids aren't going to lead themselves. A lot of the time they do need some yeah. maturity around there. For sure. Um, all right, well, let's get into some deals that haven't happened that we uh, anticipating. <laughs> anticipating. Um, I mean, Adam Trelaw is probably the biggest one there. You got Adam Trelaw, Jeremy Cameron, Adam Saad, Jaden Stevenson. These are probably the big names that haven't happened big yet. Names. And there's even you Tom McDonald in there yeah. as well at Melbourne. That Josh Dunkley. Know. Josh Dunkley. There's yeah. a few. There's a lot going around, but we'll start with Trelaw. Where's he going to go? It's, as we said off air before, there's no standout yet. Is there like standout club? No, there's, there's rumours, but yeah. no one's no one's really put their hand up and said, "Yep, yeah, we want him." Do you think you'll start Collingwood? Can't get mm-hmm. out of all this. Yeah. Surely he doesn't want to anymore at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he came out earlier when there were rumors of going to the Gold Coast. He goes, No, I'm happy at Collingwood. I want to stay here. And then Collingwood have turned around and said, No, we kind of want to get rid of you now. Which, look, is that to save salary cap money? He's on, he would have been on a bit. Yeah. I imagine. Well, his um, contract was heavily back ended, which means he's getting he's getting paid even more over his next, like, his last couple of years. His last couple of years, years. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think no matter where he goes, Collingwood are going to have to pay part of his yeah. salary for sure. But there's no real, yeah, there's no real front runner. I can't imagine him staying at Collingwood after all this. No. I mean, the way, he, from the outside point of view, the way he's been treated is pretty poor. Yeah, it is bad. It's pretty yeah. poor. I mean, especially for the player he's been, he. You know, he had a couple of clubs to choose from. Famously chose Collingwood because he yep. thought they had the good list at the time. And he's been a soldier for him. He's been pretty handy. Um, he hasn't really had a poor season since he's been there. Um, and for Collingwood to pretty much say, on your bike, mm. yeah, it's pretty yeah, poor. It's rough, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that was handled very well from Collingwood's end. So I can't imagine him staying. But like you said, no real front runner. Yeah. I think there was talk about the Bulldogs, uh, especially if they lose Dunkley. Um, I think if... I think if the Bulldogs lose Dunkley, they're in the box set for Trelaw. Um, Although in saying that, the Bulldogs are pretty adamant that I don't yeah, want to let that's, Dunkley that's go. that's what I mean. But if they if Essendon come to them with an offer that they can't refuse, then you know, they, yeah, they you almost think, might take it. You think it'd be Which Trelaw means they'll have a lot to give for Trelaw. So I guess that's just a wait and see which Trelaw. It's, it's very hard to speculate with him. Um, yeah, I'd love him at Carlton. He's probably the exact kind of player that we need. Oh, he's um, fantastic. He's in that age. Like he's in absolute prime of his career now. Um, but it's just, yeah, Carlton already spending quite big, so... Probably struggle to afford Might him, struggle. You? So we'll see. Yeah, it's just a wait and see which for law. So it's a tough one. But the other ones are a bit bit easier. Like we know Jeremy Cameron's m- most likely going to end up at Geelong, but there's still a chance he might stay at the Giants. Well, the Giants match their offer. Yeah. Um, and apart from about 10 minutes before we started recording, Jedi West weren't answering any phone calls from Geelong yeah. and didn't want to borrow them. Yeah. So they're definitely making it difficult for Geelong. And from all reports, they don't want picks. Yeah. They're not interested in getting picks from Geelong. They want players. Yeah. So Which is fair it enough. It depends how... Yeah, exactly. Oh, Jeremy Cameron's a superstar. It's definitely fair enough. It just depends how much um, Geelong's willing to give to get him. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, like are they... I doubt it'll be a straight swap. I'm tipping it'll be a couple of players for Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. Who are they willing to get rid of? And, you know, do they really need Jeremy Cameron? I mean, yeah. Next year, probably not. Tom Hawkins is in the best form of his career last this year. Yeah. So 100%. it's just, yeah, I, I think he'll end up there. It seems pretty adamant that he wants to leave and the Cats want him pretty badly. I'm just going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what they give up for him. I think Geelong just need to have a look at, I mean, they were in the this opposite situation with the last two years with Tim Kelly. You know, like if they can just show a bit of, I mean, they got 
experience on both sides here. You know, they've got a star player wanting to come to them instead of a star player wanting to leave them. So I think that they can learn from that experience and just get the the deal done, especially if a player wants to come to you. Just get it done. Just do it. And, and a player like Jeremy Cameron. You, oh, you need to get that done. Exactly right. Exactly right. And Geelong have got a, you know, a potentially Jack Stevens on his way out as well. So yeah. they're going to be, like, not that he was really a gun for him or anything like that, but there's players that will be leaving. So, yeah. you, you know, you want to bring players like Cameron in when you get the opportunity, definitely. Absolutely. What about Jaden Stevenson? I think Collingwood will be silly to let him go. Yeah. Um, he had a down year. But like I said to you before we recorded, you know, he had Glandula for preseason. He missed a bit of that. He had the gambling saga, missed a fair bit of footy. And his surgery of footy, that's a lot to take on for a young guy. Then he had to go hub, quarantine, all the rest of it. It's a lot to take on. And to have one poor season out of his first three, it's not bad. He's only a three, you know, like I said, third-year player. I think he's going to be a very good talent going forward. And for Collingwood to let him go, either they've got something planned or they're silly. I think they'll keep him and I think they'd be silly to let him go. Yeah, How about sure. you? Do you reckon he'll go anywhere? Or? Um, oh, it wouldn't surprise me if he did go somewhere, just for the way things are happening at Collingwood at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think... Yeah, I think it's way too early for Collingwood to sort of make their mind up on him just of, of one bad set. Like 2020 was hard for a lot of people and I don't think you can read too much into it. Um, and we all saw what Stevenson did in his first year. He was it was incredible, really, for a first-year player. Um, I'd love him. I'd love him. Oh, I'd take him as well, yeah. definitely. So I think Collingwood would make a mistake by letting him go, but um, wouldn't surprise me either way. Oh, there's a couple of Collingwood that are rumoured to leave. I mean, you've got Trelaw, Stevenson, uh, Mason Cox is up in the air. I heard Tom Rich Phillips. Rich interested in Mason Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Better not be. <laughs> Tell you what, I've never hated a player that's put on a Richmond jumper before, but I'll be pretty close. <laughs> We're pretty close. I'll have a soft spot for sure, but I did, oh, nah, no room for him. Um, and then, yeah, and Tom Phillips as well is rumoured yeah. to be leaving. So, And I guess Tom Phillips, that's just, um, you know, spots. I guess Dacos has been done a pretty good job on the wing. Um, still side bottom will come in. You'd imagine he'd put on the wing. And where does that leave Phillips? Yeah. He's uh, a pretty handy player, which I reckon most clubs would yeah, probably look sure. at him. So there's probably options there, but it's up in the air whether they'll stay or leave or not. So. Yeah. Yeah. A lot going on at Collingwood at the moment. They're a club in a bit of uh, bit of controversy, but a bit of trouble, really. Yeah. I mean, culturally as well. And yeah, it's just, it's interesting to see what's unfolding at such a powerful club. So. Um, yeah, watch your space with a lot of those players. Yeah, definitely. And then there's a few clubs that really haven't done anything yeah. with this trade period. I mean, like for instance, Richmond. I know Markov yeah. left, but I've heard no rumours or anything about Richmond yeah. potentially getting anybody. Probably don't need to at the moment. But just, you know, Richmond's one club. Um, who else? Another one that hasn't really done much. Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide haven't yeah, really... They've been pretty quiet. They've been quiet. Yeah. It seems like that. They haven't really said much. So yeah. interesting to see if some little deals that you wouldn't expect get done from there or if they'll yeah. just keep quiet the whole trade period and focus on the draft or maybe they're not too concerned about either. Yeah. No, exactly. If you've got a settled team, then yeah, why change it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Why change a winning formula, I guess? Yeah, exactly right. And then the deals that we're expected to go through over the next week, you've got Adam Sartre, Carlton, most likely pick eight, which is fair enough. Um, that's probably like the only real almost certainty that you, we sort of expect to go through. Yeah, you'd expect the yeah. side deal to get done. It just depends when and how. Yeah. But it, you, you'd say it'll get done. Yeah. Um, another Essendon one we did forget to mention is uh, Arazio Fantasia to Port Adelaide. Yeah, for half their team. For half their team, according to Adrian Dodoro. And <laughs> Incredible. Tell you what, where, where does he get off? <laughs> Mate, it Honestly, makes me sick. Asking for the things that he's asking for for someone like Fantasia that obviously doesn't want to be at your club. He's been he's tried to leave two years in a row now. Mm. It's Just ridiculous, isn't it? Get rid of him, yeah. mate. Don't be so picky. Why do you want players at your club that don't want to be there? Yeah, exactly right. I mean, there's it's all good. Like, yeah, 
do the best for your club, like try to get the best deal, but there's there's boundaries and, and things that you've got to be realistic. Oh, that's the thing. Like obviously yeah. you're always going to try and get the best deal for your club because that's what your job is to do, yeah. you know, and you don't want to leave yourself second-handed, but yeah, you've got to be realistic with it as well. You know, Port Adelaide's not going to give you Ollie Wines for Fantasia. <laughs> no. like, you know what I mean? It's They've tried six years in a row now to get Ollie Wines. They keep trying every yeah. year. He's not like he's not coming. Give up on Ollie Wines. <laughs> And not to mention the others that they mentioned, Dersma, I think Butters was in there. Um, Georgiades. Georgiades. There's, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a few that they want they were thinking of and yeah. none of them were worth what Fantasia Ridiculous, is, so. yeah. And Port would be dumb to do that, especially because they've got a very good list at the moment. They don't really need Fantasia. No. He'd just be a handy inclusion yeah. if they could get him. So For sure. Um, Essendon are probably going to lower their standards a little bit, <laughs> which, I mean, come on. Yeah, surely, surely no one wanting to be at your club is enough to just be like, all right, we we yeah. got to get players that want to be here and let the ones that don't just let them out. Exactly right. Exactly right. It didn't just, work with Danaher. No. It hasn't worked with Fantasia so far. I mean, I've spoken to a lot of Essendon supporters, and they're 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 coming around to the fact that they they they're hating what Dodoro is doing. Yeah, like they're like these just it's just embarrassing, really. My at the end of the day, like my my view's always been this: if someone doesn't want to be at the club. Obviously, if he's good, you want to try keep him and convince him and all that. But if you're forcing him to stay at your club, you think he's really going to put on a good performance no. for you? You wouldn't imagine, no. would you? No, exactly So right. let them go. Try to get the best deal you can for your club, but you know, within the boundaries of realism. Yeah, for sure. Um, one last one before we uh, wrap up. Ben Brown to Ooh, Melbourne. Ben Brown. So that's, that's, ben? that's one along with the Adam side one that's most likely going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you'd say he'll be he'll end up at the D's yeah. and, and that's I mean, it's, it's a big player. He's out of north and yeah. I guess Melbourne are really missing a key forward, aren't they? So yeah. huge for them. And I think ben, look, I think Brent Brown will thrive yeah, in twenty twenty one. I think he's gonna have a blinder of a season. I think that will push Melbourne right up the ladder. Oh definitely. They look they competed pretty well this yeah. year. I think they'll definitely make finals next year with, with the With Ben Brown. With Ben Brown performing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he will because this year was obviously a bit of a a lull for him, I yeah. guess you could say. Just but a then, write-off for him, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a write-off. I mean, North, really, like, fair enough, they dropped him for one, but they dropped him for the whole yeah. second half of the season. You don't drop, mm. especially when you bottom the ladder. Yeah. You don't drop Ben Brown. Exactly. And, yeah, so I think that he'll, uh, there'll be a bit of a wake-up call almost for him and he'll come out firing in 2021 and the Ds will love that. Yeah, for sure. That's a great pickup for them. And, um, yeah, and they're, they're another team that, that needs to play finals next year after <laughs> a couple of disappointing... I mean, they were a little bit better in 2020, but, yeah, after the disappointing 2019... They need to be back in finals, Melbourne. They've got the they've got the team. They've got the stars. They just need to perform. Is it their depth that hurts? Depth and maybe egos that are probably letting them down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Petrarca had a fantastic season. Yeah. Um, consistent. He's probably his first consistent season. Yeah. So they're on the right path. Um, Oliver had another good year. And like you said, it's probably just their key forward that they're really missing. Yeah. And with Ben Brown, he'll be great. Yeah, it'll be huge for them. Mm. So they they'll be much better next year. All right, well, that's pretty much all the trade and, and free agency news that we've got so far. Um, we'll be back next week to wrap it all up and hopefully there are some, hopefully the, all the deals do get done that we're sort of anticipating and hopefully there's some surprising ones that we can also talk about next week. So we'll be fun. Um, but we've got a debate question for this episode um, and it's probably there the most talked about one so far. What club will Adam Trelaw end up at? So, yeah, as always, check out Instagram stories for that. Um, just, yeah, select which club you think it's going to be, whether you think he's going to stay at Collingwood who, uh, or if there's another team that hasn't been mentioned yet, let us know. I reckon uh, 
a few, I reckon a few Richmond supporters will be wondering who he reckons has a better list now. <laughs> a few salty Richmond supporters still. Honestly, it bothers me that people are still salty yeah. about that. Obviously, at the time, you'd be like, oh, get off it. But sure, yeah. we've won three flags yeah. since then. If you're still he's, salty about Trelaw choosing Collingwood He's clearly Richmond, wrong. You know, like well, just, just let him be wrong. But to be fair as well, 2016, I'm pretty sure he made that decision. Yeah. He made the right call in 2016. At that time. Yeah. yeah. At that call, he made the right, he made yeah. the right, um, yeah, time he made the right call. Yes, correct. So I'm trying to spit out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, get over it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, check our Insta story for that one. Um, let us know who you think. Um, and if there's any other trades that you want to talk about, or if you've got any mega trades or fantasy trades that you want to let us know about, feel free to. We can, uh, we can reshare them for sure. Um, but that is us done for this for this week. Um, it's been an interesting first week of trade and free agency. Hopefully next week we've got a lot more to talk about. Yeah, it was a little bit quieter than what we would have hoped for, but yep. it's only early days. Like you said, it only started yesterday, the trade period, so there's a lot still yep. to happen. And yeah, like you said, hopefully a few more crazy deals get done. Give us a bit to talk about. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, as always, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Spotify. Uh, keep all the support coming in. It's greatly appreciated and we can't thank you guys enough for it. So keep them coming through. Um, but yeah, have a great weekend. Don't need to stay at home anymore, but keep following the social distancing rules. Come on, six days with zero cases, yeah. guys. We're doing great. We're doing keep, great. Keep it up. Keep, keep it up. up. And uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks we can um, yeah, have like 50 people over at your house like we used to. <laughs> Back in the good days. Exactly. I don't think I know 50 people. <laughs> <laughs> or at least just go to the go to the pub without having to just sit down the whole time. So Exactly. Yeah, right. so keep it up. Good work, Melbourne. And um, we'll uh, talk to you next week. <laughs>